This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So we know about Hannibal uh, from Carthage, northern Africa, who conquered Italy, Sicily, and came across the Alps on elephants. Uh, that was written about uh, in history, 200s BC. In the 200s BC, we know about the Candaces, or do we? And if we don't know about the Queen Candaces, uh, a group of women who um, dominated. Uh, there's there's a legend about them standing standing firm against Alexander the Great, and he actually backed down because he didn't want to lose because uh, he had a great record for victory in war, but he knew he couldn't come against these women. Uh, we know about Queen Nzinga, and we know about the Dormalaja, uh, the Mahomey, the Mahomey warriors who the Dora Milaje in, in the Black Panther movie are actually um, modeled after. They were real. Shaka Zulu, real. We know about the richest man in the world, Mansa Musa, ever, African. And of course we know about the Egyptians. Um, we know that Africa is the birthplace of civilization. We know that Africa is the birthplace of knowledge. But we also need to know that Africa is the place where everyone learned everything. Africans went everywhere and taught people everything. They traveled the ocean blue before Columbus, which is why there are pyramids in Mexico. That's why there's maize on the hieroglyphs, right? Because there was an exchange. But why don't we know that? Why don't we process that? So I came across a video on social media of a woman who appears to be, well, she's definitely white. I don't know what country she's from. She has an accent. I'm going to say she's European uh, from someplace in Europe. <laughs> uh, but she is passionate about black history, and she speaks eloquently about racism. Now, I've used this space on my podcast to bring light to race and racism. I've talked about The Half Has Never Been Told. I did a whole series on Edward Baptist's book because it was so powerful, which lays out the foundation of slavery in this economy and why America is really great. It's on the backs, the hands, the legs, the brains of black people in America. I've talked, I've shared interviews that I've done with Jane Elliott, um, ally Robin D'Angelo, Dr. Robin D'Angelo, of course, Tim Wise, because I think it's important and it's a powerful uh, discussion to have for white people to tell other white people why racism is stupid and why race is a made-up construct and why we are built on a house of cards if we buy into this system of racism. But this woman, who's not even from America, breaks down like, she says, you know, I she knows that Africans taught Europeans how to bathe. Africans brought civilization to Europe. Africans brought art and culture to Europe. She breaks this down, and I'm like, why don't we all know this? There are black people, not just in America, across the diaspora, who don't know what this woman is talking about in this, in this video, which you will hear the audio of shortly. But I'm saying to myself, why don't they know? Well, we know the answer to that, but it is incumbent upon each and every person listening to my voice to know, to know the truth, to know these facts about history. Why? Not for some notion of supremacy, because that's not the goal at all. And, you know, and sometimes I, I feel like, you know, the pendulum, and I've said this before, has to swing back the other way. So we kind of go hard in the paint to talk about how great and brilliant black people are, because for 400 years there's been an assault on blackness, you know, at the hands of propaganda, because you have to build that system to dominate people. You have to, you know, undo all of the greatness, and you have to lie about it in your books. You have to. You have to in order to, to, to stand firm on your power. 
you can't let people know how great they are, what they come from. So well, I have to have this conversation, but it's not for supremacy. It's just to set the record straight. It's to set the record straight. You know, Shakespeare wrote about 1603. He wrote about a man named Othello. Othello, a general in the Venetian army, which is in northern Italy, by the way. Uh, Othello, the black amor, the black amor. He was black, Desdemona. He was written about, and it was matter of fact that Shakespeare just wrote about this great general, Othello. And what's so, so powerful about that is that back then, everybody kind of knew <laughs> that black people were, you know, these great people. Not all black people, but those black people. Anyway, so I, I say all this to say, uh, the victor, to the victor goes the spoils, right? Of course, and the person that gets to write down the history is the person that gets to shape the history. So it's important that um, we start to write our history, but also be mindful that black folk in, in general, well, that's not true because the Egyptians wrote on hieroglyphs, but that couldn't be widely shared. So we were oral historians. You know, that is kind of the black, the black griot is, is, is the person that sings the history and then passes it along from generation to generation. So, so through drum beats and song, through poetry and, and verse, we share our story so much so that other people wrote it down and put them on scrolls and then determined that they were going to rewrite it and make themselves the, the center. But I will say this as well, and this is how we have to start to correct things. Um, things like people say that Christianity is a white man's religion. No, it's not. No, it absolutely is not. Because number one, Jesus wasn't white. Where Jesus was in the world was something called Africa. We can call it Israel, but if you look at the globe, look at the map, Israel's right there. It's Africa, Northern Africa. And that Jesus spent a great deal of his youth in where? Africa, learning at the feet of those scholars, that's the birth, that's the foundation of Christianity. And the first quote-unquote Christian in the Bible is one of the Candace's servants. <laughs> Ethiopia, yep, one of the first Christians. So, so this is not a white religion. It's not a white man's religion. It has been bastardized and, and usurped and, and changed and lied about. But that's not the truth. So I'm just saying that the commitment that we must have, especially as we move into our power, is a commitment to truth and facts and, and spreading it. But it's up to us, right? Those of us uh, who know better to do better, to go out and to make sure that we correct this um, history that's out there. So I'm playing this clip because it's interesting. I'm going to be doing more of this playing of clips and talking about it. But check this clip out of a woman, uh, a white woman who is very eloquent and very passionate in her understanding of race and racism and Africa's contribution to humanity. And I love this. And this podcast is brought to you by 100 Coconuts. Go to 100coconuts.com, the number 100coconuts.com. Get yourself a case at checkout. Use my code Karen100, the number 100. You get 10% off. You're welcome. Stay tuned. I appreciate you. And check me out on Twitter, at Karen Hunter. When you use the hashtag podcast, you can ask me anything on Sunday. I pick a question or two, and I answer it right there in the, in the Sunday podcast. So at Karen Hunter, hashtag podcast, ask me anything. Till next time. When white people came to Africa, they came showing themselves as superior to the black people, digging out things that black people taught them. You know, what we don't have in our history books is that the civilization we have in Europe today was brought to us by black people. Even black people don't know that. 
even many many black people don't know that they don't know that the moors they were West Africans and North Africans and Central Africans that came to Europe and ruled Spain. They brought civilization to us. They showed us how to use soap, how to be clean, how to, to behave like a decent human being, you know? All these things we didn't know that before the Moors brought civilization to Spain. Did you know that the Moors ruled in Spain for 700 years? Where is that in our history books? It's nowhere to be found. Because why? If you are giving black people that power of having ones ruled over white people, wouldn't black people start like kind of questioning, oh, we were once at that point of having such a power in a white man's country over white people, and where are we now? So of course they have to hide that history from you people because knowing your true history is knowing your true power. And knowing your true power means you will break out from that system of racism as much as you can because you can't if white people will not stop racism black people cannot stop being victims of racism that dot okay that sounds like i'm victimizing a black person which i don't the fact is okay i've said that before i've used that example before but i think it's just the perfect it sums everything up okay when you see a child that was sexually molested or it mustn't even be a sexual molestation if it was molested would you walk up to that child and tell the child to stop whining about their molestation, uh, stop, stop crying about what happened to them and move on because after all it was five years ago, uh, your molester, is he not in prison? Can't you stop pulling the molester card and blah, blah, blah. Nobody would do that. No person that has senses would tell a child that was abused or molested to move on or to even go out and fight against what happened to them. No, you will not do that. What you will do is you expect authorities to step up from that child and get justice on that child's behavior. But when it comes to racism, we be all in our feelings like, oh, but I'm not racist. I never own slaves. My neighbor's cousin is black. I can't be racist. But it is not like that. I've seen white women raising black children, having black husbands, you know, and they are still racist. So you mingling with all the black people in the world is not going to make you less racist. That is just the point.